Reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. There was a man who was blind. Jesus put clay on his eyes. Hallelujah. Understand that a man cannot change by his own power. He is sinning and lying, cheating and stealing. It's his nature, it's the flesh at work. It's the sinful flesh. Greater love has no man that he now his life for us God's love has to do Has to do with it God's love is not just an emotion God's love has to do Has to do with it Tell me who can be saved And be changed without God's love You must understand That all men have sinned And fallen short for the wages of sin is to die cause of sin And to go to hell, what can be done? Is the rainy hole The love has no man For he laid down his life for us God's love has to do, has to do with it not just an emotion God's love has to do has to do with it tell me who can be saved and be saved without God's love Can't wait. 
church one Sunday morning. Right beside a man who had a stony heart. He was not interested with the word of God. He would not smile. He would not laugh. He would not even say amen. He showed no sign of being moved by the word. That's when I saw the seed had fallen by the wayside. And I don't want to be a wayside about everything they said the preacher was not anointed they said he did not know the word and his messages did not make sense they criticized him throughout the preaching that's when i knew the sea had fallen among the
adjustment. Officially, the start of the year battle is on. <laughs> yes, officially it's on, you know. Uh, redeemed that the choir, they told me that me, I'm getting ahead of myself. I should relax. They are about to strike. <laughs> so officially, so film stars, Charlie Monsempa. And I don't know, dancing stars, I don't know whether you are still competing or I don't know, but the way it is over there. Why don't you clap your hands for the Lord for the sheer area of gifts and talents in this house? And you know, I will tell you that I'll tell you that one day some of these singers will be Episcopal sisters, some of them will be bishops, some will be apostles mega church pastors, evangelists, healing evangelists, missionaries. This is how it begins, you know. This is how it begins. And so don't 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 despise them at all and don't take what they are doing lightly at all. They are sowing great seeds. Yeah. Yeah. More than 20 years ago I was like them. So they'll come. But God bless you and it's a blessing you bring some freshness to the service, the sun test, you know, the creative arts people. But I want to inform you that I've gone to strike a challenge in the other services. In Timunisha Musapo Musio. Yes. Very soon, the choirs from His Presence, Shine and Redemption will face off. Then the dancing stars from His Presence, Shine and Redemption will face off. Uh-huh. They don't have film stars, so I don't know what to do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we need to show them that the youth are chosen. Do you understand? Yes. We need to show them that the youth are chosen. Yes. Well, I'm happy to announce to you that today is a special day. Today there's a very, very beautiful surprise for you. But I'm also happy to announce to you that the word of God is about to come your way. I like your excitement. I mean, the the 17 people who are shouting is not bad. Listen, if if you are new here, I want you to understand that here we are into excitement. Here we are into excitement. Excitement is not the preserve of unbelievers in the nightclub. So here we are into excitement. Screamings, shoutings, jumpings, and the like. So, I'm happy to announce to you that the word of God is about to come your way. Last week, we were blessed to learn about seed time and harvest. And above all, I want you to understand that your life is changing gradually. 
your life will not be the same as your cousin who is not hearing these messages. Oh yes. By virtue of just hearing these messages, you are being put on a completely different track in life. Your destiny is changing. And today I'm glad to announce to you that you are on the verge of hearing yet another destiny changing message. Redemption, are you ready? I can't hear you. I said redemption. Are you ready? Then with Jesus Christ, join me and let's welcome the first puppet, the Bishop Edwin Morgan. Oh God, come on, make some noise. Whether we are pregnant, we have three children, we have four cars, we are empty, we are excited! Look, look, we will never be like shine or his presence. Well, when they get pregnant, they become big women. When they get a car, it means that they, they are above everybody. When they start writing checks, it means there's nobody above them. Here, 
we shall be having forecasts. But we are shouting. You see, come They think that it's because we don't have wedding rings on our fingers. That's why we are excited. But check out your diamond rings right now. Look at the rings right now. My God, one of these days, I said one of these days, you'll be running around with your diamond rings. Some years to come, you see, Nicole will be pregnant, but she'll be dancing and shouting. Receive it! Our problem will be that the weddings must be calm. But we don't know how we are going to have calm weddings. If they joke, eh, the bride will begin some break dancing in the service. Have you seen a bride break dancing? A bride. Then one day, when the wedding is over, and they are going, they are not going with their frontal. They'll be backsliding like this. Receive the Sit down. How many of you are aware that Jesus is Lord of the dry season and the same Lord over the rainy season? So rain or shine, we are we are happening live. Clap your hands for Jesus. Save God. Have you ministered? You have ministered already. You have ministered. Okay, you are, I'll see what I want to do. Be seated now. Look, girls, don't allow anyone to lie to you tomorrow. Those of you who are, we can use chocolate to buy you. Once we give you chocolate, no, you are, you are melting like the chocolate. I said, once we give you chocolate, no, you are melting. No, 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 don't do that. No, 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 don't allow any boy to come and lie to you. The words he would give you in the morning, by evening, he would have given seven other girls the same words. And those of you who will receive the words in the evening, remember that he would have told five girls already. What, so, what you are hearing is, is just, is just. Tomorrow we are going to fall in love with Jesus. Uh, it's Gracie. Uh, give me that song again. Falling in love with Jesus. No, um, the other one was what? Um, Kenny Rogers. Yes. yes, give me that one. Clap your hands for this beautiful girl. 
I'm saying that tomorrow we won't let Satan take advantage of us. That because it's Valentine, we'll fall in love with a fool. No. Tomorrow we are going to fall in love, but with Jesus. But with who? Jesus. Nonsense. You see that you and the Holy Ghost will be romancing in your room. There's a book called Holy Romance. Some, um, there's a book, Divine Romance, Div- Sacred Romance, Sacred Romance. She's the wife of a professor. Sacred Romance. I'm not sitting there. Some Rasta man will get you chocolate, no? Then you are down. Then he's also down. Once you are done, it's also down. Chocolate. If you want chocolate, come and see me. Even me, I can give you chocolate. Now, the reason why I've not given you chocolate is that I didn't know that you were so cheap. But what? now that I know, they can come for it. That somebody can, can, can give you chocolate and remove your panties. Chocolate. Say Tofia Kwa. see um, please keep standing I want to tell you something young boys and girls I mean your parents I don't know they, they can't choose to listen it doesn't really concern them much but I'll tell you guys you can't see me well let me come up I, I want to give you a message today don't allow anyone to stop you from what you are doing don't allow it your mother, your father, your uncle, your former boyfriend. Don't allow. This is the right life. This is it. This, this is it. There is nothing higher in life than this life. There is nothing higher. And because you are living your best life Satan will use any means and every means to make sure that you make a U-turn some of you by your own mistakes may even fall into bad marriages Some of you will marry fools. Don't allow a fool to stop you from this life. See, one of the things you people are going to learn, you have to learn an art. How to respect your father, respect your mother. So, I will send you to my Flaming Fire podcast. That series is come up again. What are you hiding? Yes, go to my flaming fire. Not the this one. I have an, one flaming fire. 
go to that podcast and listen to a series I did and the title is What Are You Hiding? Go and listen to it on the Flaming Fire podcast. Now, I'm saying that you people that somebody pays your school fees, you will need to learn. Huh, this is the podcast. It's Flaming Fire and Shine. But it's an old podcast. It's there. There's a series there. What are you hiding? You see, you will learn how to obey your parents, honor your father. (laughs) And that's why I've sent you to this because some of you will need to hide some things from your parents. Yes. The same way people are with their parents, they are smoking with one mother, her son, I think she traveled or something, and she entered her room. Okay, his, the guy's sister came for his presence. And every story I tell you is true. The mother went to the boy's room, her. Joints of Indian hemp. But when you see the boy's face, Meat like a school prefect under his pillow, not under the pillow, but inside the pillowcase. But he has turned it. The mother, I don't know how she chanced upon it. He did hidden. You will need to learn how to listen to your father. Mm-hmm. You are going for a camp, your father says, Don't go, mm-hmm. you must make sure you don't go. But you must learn how to go without not going. Yeah, that one, I, I leave it to you. Yes. Yes. The same way you learned how to be pregnant without not being pregnant. Yes, you must learn how to, you see, I'm saying that there will be things to stop you. Because there is nothing higher than this. Nothing higher than this life. But you will need to learn because there must not be a day, one hour, that you have dishonored your father. You have disobeyed your mother. Never. Never bring that here. We don't promote that here. He says he wants you to do this course. Do the course for him. But, see, one day, in some 20 years time, your father will come to your church of 2,000 members. And then when you online, they say, oh, my father is here, let's clap our hands for you. Then you say, oh, I'm proud of my son. He has always been a good boy. But he doesn't know that if you had followed him, you wouldn't be standing on that stage. That's a message I want to give you today. And, and I repeat myself. It will be a boy, a girl, your uncle, family pressures, social pressures, academic, a lot of things will be deployed to frustrate you, to let you eventually abandon this life and be following another life you know is not your life. Don't follow it. Overcome anything that you can overcome and remain connected to Jesus to God, to church, to your pastor. This is the life. 
So how you are going to combine it with honoring your father, you must pray about it. I mean, your father is standing there in front of you, you are washing his car, but he doesn't know that you have made a girl pregnant. He doesn't know that you have made a girl pregnant as you are washing the car. You don't, he doesn't know what is going on in your head. How you are going to get money for the girl's antenatal. It will be when the girl gives birth that the girl's father will one day find your father and tell him that you'll be standing there. Can you clap your hands again? Maybe see them. So we've had a good service. Yeah. And uh, today I want to start. It's, we are still in the harvest, the seed time and harvest season. But last week our pastor launched this book. How can I say thanks? He launched this book. We got to know about it last Friday. How can I say thanks? And uh, I find it to be one of the most. Clap your hands for Jesus. So, thus, today I just want to launch it here. I want to outdoor it here. And uh, may please be seated. Thank you. How can I say thanks? And you are going to learn that the best way to say thanks is to do more than just saying thanks. Colossians 3. Colossians. What are you doing? Beautiful. Colossians 3. Verse 15. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts. To which also you were called in one body. And be thankful and what be thankful you see this subject is a very important subject I'm, I'm going to just touch on one or two things for some a few minutes that I am going to preach from this as a solid series. Soon. Solid one by one series. And uh, you see, being thankful is very important because there is a list 
You see, it says there is a list of 18 moral blemishes. 18 moral blemishes that will characterize the last days. Say last days. And we are in the last days. Yeah, there will be 18 moral blemishes that will characterize the last days. Now, you will find unthankful in the list of the terrible faults of the human race. In these last days, there are 18 difficulties, evils, 18 of them. Now, among the 18 blemishes, blemishes of the soul, blemishes of, the, of, of lives, blots, among the 18, you find that in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1, you see that it says, But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. Verse 2, For men will be lovers of themselves, egocentric, Lovers of money um, These are the moral blemishes That will characterize The last days Lovers of money Money will let them Betray people who have been good to them Lovers of money Boasters Proud Blasphemous Disobedient to parents Unthankful Can you see the word there? Unthankful Unholy And on And on And on So when you are not thankful You open yourself up to A lot of evil spirits that eventually will destroy your life. Anyone who is unthankful will experience other evils that you may not know that they are associated with being unthankful. Why is being thankful very important? Why is it important for you to be thankful? Thankful. Number one, in the first chapter, you see, this book has just only four chapters. The first chapter is Be ye thankful And Bishop talks about the power Of being thankful The power Of being thankful Now why should you Be thankful Number one is that And it's a big one Very big Should I say it or I should wait till next week I will say it now Now it's a very big one Look at it. 
saying thanks is a constant part of your prayer life anybody who doesn't know how to thank anyone who doesn't know how to say thanks will not have a quality prayer life Philippians 4 and verse number 6 King James please be careful for nothing or be anxious for nothing but in everything everything by prayer and supplication but it should be with thanksgiving so your dressing should be by prayer the trip to Mankesim should be by prayer. Tomorrow's proposal, you've not prayed and you're going to propose to a girl. I don't know what you are going for. I know a brother, before he proposed, he went to Mampong and went to fast and pray there for four days. He knew the girl, they were friends, everything, everything. I mean, you can just you know but before proposing officially he went to Mampon checked into a room and prayed you are parading beloveds around without any prayer and you foolish girl you are allowing yourself to be paraded around without without any prayer and you are happily smiling that you are you have been chosen and rather you, you I'm surprised that you are even laughing at somebody who doesn't have a beloved but what you don't know is that the one who doesn't have a beloved is far better than you because what is ahead of you that you have done without prayer you don't know say Everton everything you are doing it should be by prayer starting a job going for your national service writing an exam everything going for your results say everything should be by prayer but it is not supposed to be mere prayers. It should be prayers with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Abba. So, today, you see, the second point, which I can't skip, but I'm using it to just tell you something and end. It says, the second point is, be thankful as an attitude of your life. As an what? As an what? Attitude. Colossians 
So the first point is that Saying thanks is a constant part of prayer So I'm going to use these two points alone Just these two points To give you a message Then later on I will take the book properly And because look This book here And let the peace of God rule in your hearts. To the which ye are also called in one body. And be. Now listen to what Bishop says. Listen to this. There are people who have learned to say thank you. Because it is part of their culture. In certain cultures, children are taught to say thank you. As soon as a hand is stretched out to give them something. So many of you have been brought up well. So naturally you say thank you. But listen to what Bishop says. There are unthankful and ungrateful people who have learned how to say thank you but are not thankful. You can say thank you to someone but you are not thankful. Now, the Bible does not say and let the peace of God rule in your hearts to the which you are also called in one body and say thank you every time but is that what be thankful so being thankful is far more than saying thank you as you grow you are going to discover people who will say thank you to you but their behavior is an ungrateful behavior one very important tip I'll give you as we end this short message is that never relate with people on the basis of their words don't read somebody's text message and assume that the politeness in his words are matching the politeness in his attitude towards you. If there is any ratio, I will put it to 1 is to 15. Do not value people's words. Read the words and politely reply. Read what? The words and politely what? Reply. But I am hinting you that those words do not represent his heart.
And you need to learn how to be polite. People say thank you. you see, that is why you are a human being. You are a human being because it is by being something that you really are. Your humanness is by being, not human saying. You are not a human saying. You are a human being. So always remember that that girl is not a human saying. She's a human being. Remember that that boy, that man, is not a human saying. We are not human sayings. We are human beings. So if you relate with somebody at the level of human saying, you are selling your destiny to your fellow man. Don't believe people's words too much. Except you are convinced that there is no mismatch. There is no incongruity. Unless you are convinced that there is a correlation between the person's words and his behavior. That's why the word, you see, be is the basis for behavior. Don't look at words, but look at behavior. Tomorrow, there will be words flying all over. You are my Valentine. Happy Valentine. Have I told you lately that I love you? I'm using this season to express love from the deepest recesses of my heart. I'm bringing love from a place that the cardiac arrhythmias cannot affect. My love for you is like the blood that runs through my veins. It shall remain undiluted. Do not relate with people as human sayings they will write well noted but they won't be at the meeting they'll do what they'll write what well what noted but you you'll be surprised when they are not at the meeting when they said well noted because you are relating with the person as a human saying but remember that we are human beings. Well noted. You know what it means? Well noted. Well noted means that I have read it, I've understood it, and I've noted your emphasis. But the person can write well noted and has not even read the text. Especially 
if it's a long text like the way I am so I'm a teacher so I like to explain things and break things down oh well noted with thanks and as you read well noted you think that people flow and be thankful be thankful be thankful you see the next chapter in this book deals with I will show you it it, it talks about those who do not give thanks those who do not give thanks and then the next chapter is those who repay good with evil it's a way of saying thanks one of the ways of saying that's why a whole chapter this book has just got only four chapters but one chapter has been devoted to those who say thank you with evil when good has been done to them so it's there can you see those who repay it's it's a verse from proverbs 17 13 look at it proverbs 17 13 nasb proverbs 17 verse 13 new american new american he who returns evil for good evil will not depart from his house so so notice you see i'm just i'm just brushing over but i'm just saying to you that there is a whole way of saying thank you that you may not know about because as a little girl all you know is to say thank you is to say thank you but you are learning that to say thank you the highest form is to be thankful now among the many ways of saying thank you there is one special one big category one one way some people say thank you is by thanking the person by doing evil it's a way So you've done something to me or for me, you give me your notebook and your pen. And when you look at me, you feel like, oh, I'm somebody who needs a mobile phone. So you bless me with your mobile phone. Beautiful. It's a shiny phone. So is it good? Is that a good thing to receive a notebook and a pen? Yeah. Now, then, then what's, my, what's my response? I must do it say thank you not so but we know now that a phone a notebook and a pen just saying thank you it's not enough it's what you do what you be so in being thankful to her my way of being thankful to her is to slap her with the book she gave me i slap her with the book she gives me now listen it's a way people say thank you. Now, I'm, that's why it, it is part of the seed time and harvest series. Because somebody, so I'm going to read to you how people said thank you for good things done 
to them and for them. I'm sure. Is there anybody here who has experienced some good from someone? Your mother, your friend, your sister? Good. Somebody has done good to you? Okay. Oh, on this side, nobody. Is there anybody who has experienced something good? Oh, abscess, you all received something good. All right, so I'm showing you. So, so there are two things. Only two things. It's a short thing I'm putting. Two ways of saying thank you. Two ways. I mean, we say thank you not by just saying it, but by being. It's like your attitude, you live it. So there are two ways, only two ways. People live gratitude. Be two ways by which people are thankful. The one is that they thank you for doing good to them with evil. So I'm reading later on, I'll preach it well. But I'm reading how people paid back good things with evil. Number one, the Israelites said thank you to God. Thank you to, uh, for God's deliverance. The Israelites, they said thank you for God's deliverance from Egypt by murmuring against God in their tents. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 27. King James. So, this, is it a button to deliver somebody from Egypt? Oh, hello, hello, hello. Are you here? You bring somebody from bondage. Is it a button? Oh, it's a button. You are in bondage and somebody comes to release you and relieve you. Is it a button? Now, so look at it. How people said thank you. And ye murmured in your tents and said, because the Lord hated us, he has brought us forth out of the land of Egypt to deliver us into the hand of the Amorites to destroy us. I can see the shock on your face already. But you may not know that you can do the same thing. See, the Bible is not about robots. The stories in the Bible are stories about human beings. Which you are. Someone delivers you. Brings you out of, of obscurity out of poverty out of bondage some of you nobody would have known you it is because you have you are with someone that people know you now you can pay the person back with murmurings and there are two places you see at the time they wrote this one there was no car but there are two big places where memories occur in tents and in cars. If you are to hide on some under somebody's car seat, you won't believe the things you will hear about you. You won't believe it. Be careful. It's just two ways. Just one, one, one way is to pay the person evil. 
Yeah, he has done you good. So somebody has delivered you. Many of you here, somebody has been good to you. All you've done, remember the things you were saying. You've, you've had conversations about people who have been good to you. You've had conversations. That's your way of saying thank you. Number two, the children of Ammon and Moab said thank you to the Israelites by attacking them. Second Chronicles 20, verse 10, from the NASB. The children of Moab. Second Chronicles 20, verse 10. Now, 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 now. Behold, the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom the New King James, please. Thank you. You are kind. Now, behold the children, and now here are the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, whom you would not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt. But they turned from them and did not destroy them. Ammon, Moab, and Seir. They were not destroyed. Verse 11. You are not destroyed. Next verse. Here they are. Rewarding us by coming to throw us out of your, out, your possessions which you have given us to inherit. They came to attack them to drive them out. These are people who were not attacked. They were held. They were saved. Nothing bad happened to Ammon, Moab and Seir. Now, their thank you to the people of God was to attack them. Ah, verse 12. Oh, our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us. Nor do we know what to do. But our eyes are upon you. So, so, so you, will, you will show kindness to somebody and the person's response is to attack you. So you sitting here can attack somebody who has been kind to you. It's not robots who attack. Human beings attack. One day, I'm sure some seven years time, some of you sitting here today as members of this church would have left this church and would be attacking Bishop Kobe and myself on social media. What you don't know is that it's a seed you are sowing. The Jews, they said thank you to Jesus for his good works. Jesus did some good works to the Jews. And they said thank you to him by attacking him and hating him without a cause. So you can hate somebody who has been good to you. John, look at John. Chapter 15. Be very careful. Verse 24. John 15, 24. Quickly. Don't Joshua, please. John. There's a very big difference between Joshua and John. If you need to wear glasses, wear it. John 15. So if I had not done among them the works which no one else did. Many of you, people have done things to you. For you. That nobody would have done for you. They would have no sin. But now they have seen and also hated both me and my father. Next verse. But this happened. That the word might be fulfilled which is written in their law. They hated me without a cause. So later on, 
in the same John chapter 10 verse 32 you see Jesus Christ is asking them a question John 10 verse 32 Jesus answered them many good works I have shown you for my father for which of those works do you stone me so you have a stone give me the bottle you have a stone you have then just before you release it from your hand he said please wait i have done this for you i found a beloved for you i helped you to do this i was there for you when you were having this i was there for, for, for I, I gave you this i bought this for you i organized this for you now before you throw for which of these things i did are you so you see that you are throwing something at someone and there's no reason because when you analyze the things he has done what you are doing doesn't make sense and it's not robots who do these things it's not people who 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 are who are who live on mass it is human beings you can actually be throwing something at someone and there's no reason if the person stops you and now lists the things he's done for you you put down the bottle for which of these things wow so you have opened up your heart and you are loving you are loving do you know how much this woman loves you you have no idea you know you don't know the conversations he's had with me about you and your husband but one day you can sit somewhere and discuss her as the world's greatest witch be careful The Israelites, they said thank you to Jeremiah by digging a pit for him. I'm showing you that. That's, you see, like, you give me, you ask me the phone. Oh, thank you, mommy. God bless you. I'm going to use it well. Thank you very much. This is a good thing. But sometimes I can just have it. And I use the phone to slap her. Then I walk away. It's a way. It's a way to thank someone. Some of you have stood somewhere insulting somebody who has only been good to you just because she allowed you into her house. If she had not allowed you to stay in her house, you would not have even known that her husband eats eggs. Jeremiah 18 verse 19 Give heed to me, O Lord. And listen to the voice of those who contend with me. Verse 20. Shall evil be repaid for good? This is Jeremiah's question. He's asking God. Shall evil be repaid for good? For they have dug a pit for my life. Now, we are about to know who are the pit diggers. Who are the pit diggers? Who are they? Who are the pit diggers? Remember that I stood before you. So he's praying to God. So this is a chat. Jeremiah, it's not Jeremiah and his enemies. This is Jeremiah and God. So he's telling God that God, remember that I stood before you to speak good for them. 
to turn away your wrath from them. That I was the one speaking to you about these people and I said good things. For which of the words? So, so what you may not know is that, so what you should know now is that people do things for you you are not aware of. And people do things for you that you may think that the person just gave you money or just gave you a hug or just gave you a chance to sing. Like like, like if I'm in a service and I give Gabby a chance to sing. She doesn't know that by giving you a chance, the real singer I want to listen to, I I will not let, let her sing. And she may think that I am an ungrateful person who has now found Gabby and now likes Gabby and has forgotten everything she has done over the years. Yes. So, so, so you think that I've just given you a chance to sing, but you may not know that it is at a price. Because the real people who have been good to me and faithful to me, you are not one of them. I don't even know you. People who follow me with their pregnancies, they don't sing. You are singing. People who use their money to, to travel with me. Talk ready. Have you been with me to talk ready before? To Kumasi to sing? <laughs> so you, you may think that it's just a service I add to, to sing, but I've got people here. Do you know what she has done for me? Do you know what she <laughs> It's not just singing. <laughs> Do you know what she has done for me? Yeah. So, so when, when someone does something for you, you may not know the, the weight of the cost and the sacrifice that has been made for you. There are times I may give you biscuits, but you may not know that as I'm giving the biscuits, I'm very hungry myself. But you may think, oh, I'm just being kind. What Jeremiah was doing, the people they didn't know about it. They didn't know about it. They, they never knew that Jeremiah, in secret in his prayers, has been saying good things about them to God. Come on, they don't know. You seem to understand the message. Be very careful. Be very careful. Not to dig a pit for someone to fall in. It's long. One day we shall look at it. This is long, many things. But this is just one way people say things. Now, the other way people say things. Is this that's the last chapter? The last chapter. I'm launching the book. The last chapter is those who are thankful. The previous one was those who let me show you a thing that I'm just lying. Those who repay good with evil. That's what I've just I've read just two or three of them. It's a lot. Then this one is those who are thankful. Okay. Those who are thankful. You want to know those who are thankful? Okay. Let me show you those who are thankful. 
How, how, so some people say thank you by murmuring against you, by attacking you, by digging a pit for you, and many, many more. In fact, one of the points, uh, that one, I, I, I would like to read it. I, I forgot. I, I saw it. I, I, I found it very romantic. Yes. That one, I think, in, the, in this era of romance, I must. Yes. He said, please read it. Number nine. Sorry, start again. People say thank you to God by not being happy. That's all. Now, now, this is in a list among memories, attacking, digging a pit. Some of you, your face is an ungrateful face. And is there? People say thank you. It's like they are thank you. They are giving God is by the unhappiness they are demonstrating every time. Everybody knows that you have lost your beloved. Everybody knows that you are fasting. Everybody knows that you failed your exam. But you failed your exam. Have you thought about the many other good things that are happening to you? You can even see English words and be able to write again Adelkan. But someone cannot read to write the exam again. Cannot read. I'm saying that some of you, your depressive demeanors is just like murmuring, attacking, digging a pit, insulting. Just the little thing you don't have, it eclipses everything about you. You failed your exam and you are still in the school. How about those who failed their exam and they have been sacked? You've lost your beloved. But have you lost your mind? There are people who lose their beloved and they lose their mind. Go to the mental hospital. Go to the ladies ward. I can take, take you there. If there are eight women there this Sunday in one of the wards, about six of them they are in the mental hospital because of a marital relationship, something, something, something that destroyed them and gave them madness. They are there. You have lost your beloved, but you are normal. Your son doesn't come to church, so you are, you are depressed. But how about the sister who doesn't have a son? She has married longer than you and doesn't have a son. You have a son who doesn't come to church. What stupidity is that? Your father doesn't have school fees. He has not paid your school fees for two times. And so what? But you have a father who is alive. How about those who don't even have a father at all? can give you names of church members who are after this service are just going to be roaming around there's nowhere to go 
Don't you have a home to go and sleep in? So what's your problem? Don't say thank you to God by being unhappy. Because what you don't have, somebody doesn't have it and is happy. And what you don't have represents only a very little segment of your life. You can stand, you can walk, you can raise your hand, you can clench a face. Some people cannot clench a face like this. But I have a very big meeting here, so let me just end. And uh, those who are thankful, who are those who are thankful? So now, is how do you say thanks? How do you say thanks? Number one is that you say thanks to God by being obedient to your heavenly visions. That's how you say thank you. Acts 26, verse 19. That's how you say thank you. Yes, some of you are very, very wicked. Therefore, King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. Everybody has a heavenly vision. Yes, all of you here, you, you have got academic visions. Work visions. Some of you, as you are here, tomorrow you are making a list of all the Valentine things. You have got a, a, like a vision for tomorrow. Valentine vision. It's fine to have a Valentine vision. It's fine to have an academic vision. It's, it's fine to have a social vision. But I want to ask you that. Don't you also have a heavenly vision? You have no vision to be a shepherd. You have no vision to build a church. You have no vision to be a pastor. I mean, so, so, so always, when you dream, when you close your eyes and you fantasize, you, you, you don't fantasize that you are standing in front of 5,000 people preaching. You are, you, are, you are in a church service with 2,000 people or you are laying hands on people and they are falling down or you are prophesying. All your fantasizing is about a man holding you. A half cast holding you. Half cast. How does this help you? So it's you know, if I bleach and I curl my hair, I can I can hold you. Are you that cheap? There are boys here whose vision is to win about ten thousand cities from Betway. There are boys here. It's, your vision is to is to is to bet and win something big. So as you are here on your phone, you are betting. You are you, you are you are. Uh, you have placed a bet on who will get the first yellow card in, in this afternoon's game. Southampton versus uh, uh, Bromwich. Who will get the first yellow card? That nobody will get a red card. That is the, so you, you, are, you, you, you can't even listen to the message. Because once you see a red card in the match, it means you've lost your bet. Why don't you have a heavenly vision of you having a Bacenta meeting instead of three members? You got 30 members. Today, today, somebody, somebody's Bacenta, she brought 61 members. Here, right down from a meeting here in this room with the brown windows. Bacenta meeting, 61. 
you are a basenta and you are you a basenta leader and you bring four and you want us to clap for you don't you have a vision i have a vision to fill this church that is that is my way of saying thank you to god it glorifies god that every uh, every chair here is occupied that is my heart beats how can it be so self-centered so wicked so uncaring it's like your plans there god doesn't fall into your plans it's about you and you and you number three wow say oh king agrippa i was not disobedient i'm a lawyer who has now become a missionary preaching around i didn't even marry But I want you to know that I have a heavenly vision. It is my prayer that each one of you here will have a heavenly vision. That one day when you go to heaven, these are the works you will carry with you. That, that I have a vision to fill a hall. I have a vision to have a church which is air conditioned. I have a vision to have a crusade with 600 people. I have a vision to go and preach to schools. I have a vision. Don't you want to? I mean, is that not a better way to say thank you? Say thank you to God by continuing faithfully and relentlessly in your call to the end. Say to the end. Oh, tell your neighbor, everybody, tell your neighbor, please tell her to the end, 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 to the end. Acts 26, verse 22, to the end. Verse 22. Therefore, having obtained help from God, to this day, I stand witnessing both to small and great. And great. Say to this day. Tell him that to my, till my last day, I'll be in church. I'll be building the church. Say no devil, no devil will stop me from serving God. Say to the end. Oh, say to the end. I can say to the end. Say to the end. I will count dollars, but I'm going to the end. I'll marry, but I'm going to the end. I'll get pregnant. I'll have three children. I will have problems. I will have exciting times. To say, say to the end. I'll be sick. I'll be offended. I'll be annoyed. I'll be sent. Abba. How can you let money stop you from serving God? Are you that cheap? Money has made you so big and you are acting like you are a humble person. Full of yourself. Wow. Those who went to the end, they were offended. Paul said it. Said nothing. Somebody sang that song in one of the services. Ow. There was a reciter. Romans 8. Nothing. She didn't know I was going to preach this. She was prophesied. Nothing shall stop me. Romans 8. Thereabout. 
poverty, principalities, angels, things to come, things present. See, my said, nothing coming ahead of me will stop me from being a shepherd and being a pastor. So help me God. So help me God. No, de- no man, no uncle, no father, no mother. I'll respect my mother. I'll honor my father. But serving God, Kai! Who shall separate us? Tribulation, problems, stresses, persecution. You small, no, small stress. You are in your period. You don't go for Basenta meeting because you are in your period. You are having menstrual cramps, so you don't go for meetings. You are in the house, you are taking para, and you covered yourself with cloth. And we, everybody must bring you oranges. Everybody must bring you bananas. Are you a monkey? Menstrual cramps. Even me, my own cry, I have it. I'm still continuing. Say to the end. Say to the end. Cramps or no cramps? Fever or no fever? Happiness or sadness? Yes. Up or down? Say to the end. Height or depth? Say to the end. Demons or angels? To the end. The last one. It's, it's a lot. So I just want to tell you what, the last one. I've, I'm just selecting. The last point is say thank you to God by serving God until people think you are mad. Until what? Until what? Yes. Acts 26, verse 24. Look at it. Acts 26, 24. Now, as he thus made his defense. Festus said with a loud voice, Paul, you are beside yourself. So, one of them said, You are beside yourself. It means that you have gone out of your mind. You, you, see, because yourself is here and you are beside yourself. So, you, you are here and you are beside yourself. So, you are not in yourself. You don't understand it. Huh? You, are, you are beside yourself. Huh? It's pure English. So, so you are here. I mean, Gabby, a pretty, nice, well-mannered, very caring, good person. Then that is that is Gabby. Then, then when she's beside herself, she's out of her normal virtues. There's madness. And Festus told him, "Much learning is driving you mad. You've gone to night school too much." Was it powerful? Was it nice? Was it beautiful? Clap your hands for the nice school. Really, it was nice, eh? You loved it. Then clap your hands for Jesus. Verse 25. Look at verse 25. 25. But he said, I'm not mad. Tell your neighbor, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. They don't understand. Yeah, we are here wearing red wig and green and black wig. You think because we are out of our mind? No, they may be more. They may, they may be more normal than you, with with a timber pot on your head. Katula bakata, shanuka kataba, suna katababa. That's how we serve God, because you see, when you are mad. 
you do things. Man, people are insulted all the time. Hello? Oh, go away, foolish man. Make it. They use all kinds of words. So, serve God till people insult you. Yeah. There are people who believe that I have a mental problem. Oh, yes. Because for someone to be good to me and that and a story goes out that I am insulting the person who has been good to me. I'm as you mad. You don't get the point I'm making. Yes. You understand it one day. I'm not a normal person to many people. It's not every bishop or go that is uh, correct. It's, 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 it's negative fans. Yes. Have you heard it before? Bishop or go, bishop or go, bishop or go. It's not every bishop or go that's a good one. A lot of them are ne- not a lot. Some of them are negative fans. But his things have come again. Yes. I'm not joking. Have you served God till people think you are mad? I mean, I'm also educated. I put it aside and I'm sitting here. I'm preaching to you. If I, if, if I wear my normal secular garb, you cannot even come and talk to me. You can't come near me. You cannot. To see me, you should have sat in front of my door for a minimum of one hour. Or pay a huge amount to meet me somewhere. Yes. To meet me, to, 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 to enjoy an opinion from me about your MRI and my opinion, you should have paid some money to meet me. Or if it is callable, you must wait for three hours. It's here that we are nothing to you. Yes. So, to many, Paul said it, we are the scum of the world. Yes. So, he, so he ends by saying that we are fools for Christ. Ah. But many of you, you are wise. You are wise. When it comes to services, you are here. When it's night school, you are at home sleeping. You are wise. Like anything, anything, anything that is that is stressful, you are not around. When there's happiness, if you say we are having a bazaar in the night, you will appear there in the night. Yes. Must serve God. How you, you say thank you to God by serving Him. Some of you today must say thank you to God by becoming a shepherd. Some of you must say thank you to God by becoming a missionary. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The church we are in, God has been so good to us. God has been so kind to us. I mean, this book is a book which was released a few days ago. And even as a church, we should be able to say thank you, Bishop, for writing these books. This is one of the best books on loyalty I've seen. One of the best books. The best books on loyalty I've seen. Because some of you, by not saying thanks, if, by not learning this, a whole world of blessings will be cut off from you. Or you will be cut off from a, a whole world. See, people are cut off from worlds. They don't know they are cut off from the worlds. And today, 
before we leave here, I want you to determine that you are going to say thank you, not by remembering or digging a pit or being unhappy or criticizing or attacking, but you say thank you by serving God, by having a heavenly vision. Yes. Everyone, everyone must have a heavenly vision, something spiritual. That this year, I'll read a chapter a day. I'll pray this number of minutes a day. I'll pray an hour a day. Have a vision. Have a vision. Have a vision. Don't let your life be guided by just secular visions. It will misdirect your life. I'll take it again. Don't allow your life to be directed by only secular visions. All your things are, it's like, I know a lady. Her vision is to grow a certain length of hair this year. Yes. Like this hair, that a certain length. Like, uh, yeah. I, I met a, I didn't know this. I met a lady. I said, wow, where did you buy this braid from? So oh, it's my hair. I was shocked. Said, it's your hair? I said, yes. Said, I've been growing for the past two or three years. You may, when you see it, you may think it's braids. Long, so I asked. So, 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 so what is next? Oh, I'm, 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 I'm believing God to get to either, I mean, roughly about 50 centimeters. So, yours that is five centimeters. You, you, you see, when, when some of you is two, two, two inches, 1.5. I'm going to lead us to pray as we close, but before we pray. Let's welcome Bishop Kobe to close us. Why don't you clap your hands for the Lord? Please rise to your your feet, everybody. Every head bowed and every eye closed. If you are here today, you're not born again. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. I want to give you an opportunity to give your life to Christ. Pastor, I've never said a prayer to give my life to Christ. I want to turn away from a life of sin. A life of darkness. A life of disobedience towards God. If I were to die today, I don't know where I will go. If you are here like that, I want you to lift your right hand high above your head. And I will pray with you and you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Jesus is calling you today. The Bible says it's appointed unto every man once to die. Just once. And we don't know when. But after that death, there will be judgment for everybody. You'll appear before the judgment seat of Christ. If you are here today, you are not born again. I want you to lift up your right hand high above your head. I want to pray with you and you receive Jesus Christ. God bless you. I see your hand. Raise your hand wherever you are. Don't look to your left or to your right. Just raise your hand. I can see your hand. Just try and lift it up a little higher for me, please. Lift your hand. Lift up your hand. Say, Jesus, I choose you today. I want to choose you today, Jesus. God bless you, my sister. I see your hand. If you've lifted up your hand, come to me. Come to me. Just rush to me here. If I want to pray with you. You're about to receive salvation. Come to me. Clap as they come. Lift up your two hands. Lift up your two hands. Say this prayer after me. Say, Dear Father, Dear Father.
Father. I come to you today. I come to you today. Just as I am. Just as I am. I know. I know that I'm a sinner. That I'm a sinner. Please receive me, Jesus. Please receive me, Jesus. And please write my name. And please write my in name. the book of life. In the book of Say life. Satan. Satan. From today. From today. I will serve you no more. I will serve you no more. I will serve Jesus Christ. I will serve Jesus. And I'll serve him forever. And I'll serve him forever. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For saving me. For saving me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. My dear, please go with our lady pastor in the beautiful yellow dress. She has something short to say to you and then you can come back into her service, okay? God bless you. Congratulations. Clap your hands for her. Please go with her. Clap your hands for her. And you may be seated. Take up your... Oh, also, if you're in the New Believer School, you can take your leave of us now. Take your iPad Pro, your Galaxy, whatever it is. And just please step out to your class as well. New Believer School. Those of you in the New Believer School... You can take your leave of us now and join your new believer school now. Hey, you can go. If you are in the new believer school, kindly make your way. Okay, they are going already. All right, beautiful. It's time for the communion. Stand to your feet. Take your bread. The sound is funny. Take out your bread. This communion is for healing. It's for healing. It's for healing. This is the body that was broken so that your body could stay intact and whole. So that your body could stay intact and stay whole. The communion is a supernatural meal. A supernatural meal. The communion is one of the things that offended the Jews with Christ. They said, how can you say that we should eat your body and drink your blood? But I tell you, that if you are sitting down, please stand up. I tell you that today you are holding in your hands the body of Jesus Christ and the blood of Jesus Christ. I want you to lift up your bread. Some people are getting their communion. So why don't you get the communion before the service? Lift up the bread. See, this is the body of Jesus Christ. This is the body of Jesus Christ. As I eat this body, as I eat this body, I receive wholeness. I receive wholeness. Say, this is the body. This is the body that was broken for me. That was broken for me. So that I, so that I might be whole. Might be whole. The body of Jesus Christ. Eat it. And this is the blood shed on the cross for you. Actually, the Bible describes Jesus Christ as the Passover lamb. The Passover lamb. The Passover lamb was the animal whose blood was sprinkled on the doorpost of the Israelites. And the Bible says that when the spirit of death, the angel of death, got to any house that had that blood on its doorpost, the angel of death would pass it by. Lift up the cup. 
Say this is the blood of Jesus Christ. This is the blood of Jesus. Christ. Say as I drink this. As I drink this. I receive healing in I my body. I receive healing in my body. The blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus. For healing. For healing. Drink it. Now lift up your hands everybody. Lift up your two hands. I declare now that sickness is passing over you. Amen. It's passing you over. Amen. I declare now that death is passing you over. Amen. I hear the word debilitating chronic condition. Jesus. Every chronic condition is passing you over in the name of Jesus. Amen. Family diseases, family conditions are passing you over in the name of Jesus. There's somebody here, there is a condition in your family. Every generation gets it. But in your case, it is passing over one generation because of the communion today. Receive healing in your body in the name of Jesus. I speak to joint pain. I speak to headaches. I speak to muscle pain. I speak to dystrophy. I speak to heart conditions. I speak to malfunctioning organs, lungs and kidneys and hearts. I command them to be restored now in the name of Jesus. Amen. I speak to diseases that dwell in the blood. Yes. I command them to be reversed now in the name of Jesus. Growths. Growths. Cancers. Jesus. I command cancers to disappear ah, in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I command growths to shrink away in the name of Jesus. Amen. I command growths to fall off Jesus. in the name of Jesus. Amen. I speak to skin conditions. Oh. I command them to disappear. Amen. Every growth is withering in the name of Jesus. Amen. And now I speak to eyes. Oh eyes blurred vision impaired vision there's somebody here you're losing your eyesight gradually in the name of Jesus I arrest your eyesight amen I arrest your eyesight amen I arrest your eyesight every diagnosis by a doctor I override it I superimpose the power of God over that diagnosis and I declare now that everything the doctor has written ah, is erased. Amen. It's erased. Amen. I speak to blood pressure conditions. Jesus. I command them to oh. be brought under. Jesus. Brought under. Jesus. Brought under. Yes. Brought under. Yes. I see somebody with a skin condition between oh. your toes. Oh. Between your toes. You've struggled with it for a long time. Hey, ma, 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 ma. Today, in the name of Jesus, oh. be healed. Amen. Be healed. Amen. Be healed. Amen. Be healed. Amen. And now I speak to mental conditions. Jesus. Mental conditions. Jesus. Schizophrenia. Ah. Personality disorders. Jesus. Anxiety disorders. Oh. Depression. Mm. And I command them now in the name of Jesus. Amen. To disappear. Yes. Disappear. Yes. There's somebody on medication for a oh. mental condition. Jesus. You will come of the medication. Amen. By the power of the blood yes. of Jesus. Yes. You are coming of the medication. Amen. You are coming of the medication. Amen. 
somebody has joint pain joint pain the joint pain is disappearing now in the name of jesus something is melting i hear melting something is melting in somebody now in the name of jesus elbows 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 are being replaced angels are replacing elbows right now elbows are being replaced finger joints are being replaced now somebody with finger joints pain in the fingers be replaced now in the name of jesus receive it i receive it receive it i receive it receive it father we thank you thank you jesus we bless your name i see somebody holding the back of your neck the back of your neck in the name of jesus i command that condition to be reversed the back of your you're holding the back of your neck i command that condition to be reversed in the name of jesus by the blood of jesus that condition is reversed. Jesus. As I touch the back of my neck, ah. the back of your neck is receiving Jesus. healing. Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to say a very big thank you to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. What a blessing. What a blessing. 